When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back to the Cobra Kai podcast here on Post Show Recaps. I'm Marissa Garza, and today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 3 of Playing called Playing With Fire. And as you know, the show has it all. There's your soap opera, there's your karate, there's your fun, there's your not-so-fun. So I can't talk about this alone. I'm joined by the man who knows you can't trash talk a karate assassin. Jason Reed. Jason, how are you? Marissa, I'm good. This is a, this is a smoldering podcast talking about cobra kai and you bring me in and i am gasoline boom wow wow you are on fire in fuego yes (laughs) yeah just enraging just like as if you like threw a lit match into like a furniture store let's say just for just just to just to say just a hypothesis that's a different type of fuego than other fuegos you know like that's a very specific 
30-year feud fuego. That's how hot it is. If you just burnt a whole bunch of like couches and a whole bunch of tables and a furniture store, just to not no for no reason. I was just I just came up out of thin air for that reason. Yeah, yeah, just out of thin air. Uh any quick takes speaking of Fuego, uh any quick takes about this episode before we talk about some breaking Cobra Kai news and jump into the recap. I mean, I think anytime you reintroduce a uh, classic movie villain from this universe, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Uh, so this was a really fun episode. It really kind of also like progressed the story a lot in terms yeah. of our, our our other main characters with uh, you know Johnny, Miguel, Sam, and all that. So a really busy episode. Uh, really good episode. I really liked it. Yeah, I think. Um if one and two were hangovers from season four, I think that this is like the true start of season five for us. Yes. Yes, we for get, sure. That's, you know, that's some a good way to good put it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, speaking of, I had mentioned there was some breaking Cobra Kai news between our last recording of this podcast and this one. Uh, it seems as though there will be a new Karate Kid movie coming out in 2024, which will be going back to what they are calling the original universe. I don't really know what this means, Jason. Can you uh, give me your hot takes at this moment? Well, listen, we we you had hypothesized uh, like a podcast ago. What if you got six seasons in a movie? What said, if? Oh, interesting. Uh, I, I said, I don't know if, you know, it's a theatrical movie or a Netflix movie, but then not mere days later, this news <laughs> came out of nowhere. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to do a Cobra Kai movie. That's going to be a thing. Yeah. Like I'm all excited and all that. But then just like a couple hours later, we get the news that this is not going to include any of the Cobra yeah. Kai cast, any of the Cobra, none of the Cobra Kai showrunners are involved in this. So that really leaves me head scratching and going, what? could this be i mean we it seems that we have mined almost every single thing we can mine from the original cobra kai universe yeah, i say I, almost but i don't know. know is it going to be like the people standing on the street who watch the fights like i don't really know right like, who else we can bring in here we brought like a lot of especially the season we brought so many people back not only do we have mike barnes in this episode but then we'll get jennifer later so like there's so many people that and the one person that I really wanted to come back can't come back because unfortunately he's passed away. But like if Mr. Like Mr. Miyagi is really like the biggest, the biggest pull. I know oh. there is the big, there is the big uh hole. There's the big the big swank of it all that it's yeah, out there, just, yeah. just hanging out there. Like, what if they were like, Hillary, come on to Cobra Kai? She's like, No, 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 no. A simple well. Netflix series is not going to do Okay, it okay. So this is what I've been waiting all week to tell you. Okay. I, I, I'm <laughs> waiting on your news. You've been teasing me all week with this. I have this big news. I'm not going to the podcast. Here we go. Okay. This is like news, news, news. Okay. So there was this interview with Hilary Swank about her Alaska TV show. And in the, in the talk of conversation, the topic of Cobra Kai came up and she was like, well... Uh, this is an interview about the Alaska show, so I can't talk about Cobra Kai. That's all she said. And then they talked to the show creators, and they have two pieces of information on that. So, like, the show creator in this interview says, I can't say that we've talked to her, but I can't say that we can't, we haven't talked to her. So, to me, that's, mm. oh, we've talked to her. And then on Twitter this morning, I saw in response to this question, uh, what can you tell us about Hillary Swank and the Cobra Kai series? Because the epicness would be extra epic. The showrunner, John Hurwitz said, I can tell you that Hillary Swank is one of America's finest actors, and we'd be very lucky to have her join our dojo. So Jason, 
That's what I'm saying. Oh, the, the, the teasing is. And it's hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Netflix, hashtag Julie Pierce forever. That was from the showrunner? Yes, said that? that is from the showrunner who Julie, said that. It, the Julie Pierce forever. I mean, if those for those that don't know, how could you not know? That? Julie <laughs> Pierce is the name of the Hillary Swain character. Um, I just, well, that the Julie Pierce forever makes me think that something is going down. That this something is, is happening. This that, sort of thing. That, that, but that makes me feel like it's a season six. Uh, yeah, so. I think we are getting, uh, I, I think the possibility for six seasons in a movie is still true, but I think it's going to be six seasons and a movie. Like, they're yeah. not going to be necessarily And a movie, uh, parentheses, <laughs> not affiliated with us. Yeah. Um, Millennial so, ellipsis, a movie. As far as the movie, my two thoughts were like, okay, for the first very far-fetched thought, was like what if we continue the next karate kid but i just don't think next karate kid was that like no, iconic enough self-contained self they would have done it if it was worth it by now right i love it but i don't think it's iconic enough to get another movie okay yeah. my other thought uh which you know i guess it, it, it's a thing could be a prequel could be a miyagi mm. in his early years how he learned his stuff, how he trained. Oh, Jason. That would mean a recast from Miyagi, yes, obviously. Agreed. Maybe in his 20s or 30s, or just a young man, Miyagi, how he got his skills. <laughs> I don't how how what do you what would you think of that? Uh, a prequel that's just maybe it's just titled Miyagi. Uh like if it stays in Okinawa, like yeah. something like that with chosen. <laughs> like as long maybe as get a, a chosen. Young, maybe you get a young chosen cameo, who knows? Uh, I think that would be interesting. I don't know if it's like, I get the sense what they're trying to do with this movie is like reboot the entire franchise as a whole again, like on the movie thing, which I don't know why, like I'm very confused because they did reboot the entire franchise here. We don't um, talk about that here. We don't talk about the Jackie Chan, Jaden Smith movie. Uh, we don't, we don't uh, know that exists here. We, I we don't uh, think it's going, yeah, I don't think it's going that way. I do think I could see, I could see it being a prequel, but if this is a movie, I think it would, like a Miyagi prequel movie, I think it would be a great way to pay homage to Mr. Miyagi who has, you know, been, you know, around the series, but not necessarily like a focus of it because of, you know, logistical uh, situations. And it might be a way to kind of cap off the the whole story, like the... I don't know if it would go anywhere else. It's not like I don't want Miyagi. I just want Miyagi the movie. I wouldn't want Miyagi the series. <laughs> like right. or Miyagi the the series of movies. Yeah, but I just I don't know if I need a Miyagi prequel. I don't even if I need it. Like but I'd go see it, nice I guess. To see it. <laughs> yeah, I would go see it. It's yeah. just I'm not I wasn't clamoring for it. Yeah. If you told me this was a, a movie connected to Cobra Kai and it was in theaters, yes. yeah, I'd be in line yes. first day. Um, as if, if it was about the kids, like kids, adults, the kids who turned into adults. Yes. Well, yeah, we yeah. shall see how this all unfolds and see if we can come up with any other movie predictions between now and our wrap up show, uh, which we'll be doing at the end of our coverage here. If you are just joining us on this Cobra Kai adventure, we are giving you a podcast or two podcasts a week talking about one episode each. You can find all of our podcasts by searching Cobra Kai, post your recaps anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts and subscribing is the easiest way to make sure you never miss anything. And on that wrap up show that I just mentioned, we will be also taking your feedback. So I'd love to hear any feedback you'd like 
to, to share with us, you can send it directly to Cobra Kai at PosherRecaps.com or reach out to us on Twitter or in the Discord for Posher Recaps. Uh, before we jump in to the recap of season five, episode three, before before the movie gets here, uh, we have to talk a little bit about this episode. But I do just want to remind everyone that this podcast is spoiler filled. Jason and I have watched the entire series from start to finish, some of us multiple times. <laughs> so there is bound to be some spoilerage happening in our conversation. So if you have not watched ahead of season five, episode three, please do so and join us back here when you're ready. All right, Jason, you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's not bury the lead. This is the episode that returns Mike Barnes' return to the CKU. I'm going with CKU. I like it, Jason. Hey, I think it works, it's good. works for me. Yeah. So uh, before we get to his big reveal, let's talk about how we get there. Uh, turns out Johnny or Terry Silver has joined the country club. The country club that is like central to Danny's socialization. I don't really. Like every now and then we get a country club and I'm like, oh yeah, they're at the country club. Oh yeah, Danny's loaded. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, that part. Uh, Danny chosen, Louie, cousin Louie has returned and Anoush are all, you know, that's the foursome of the day going, going for some golf. And uh, I guess, you know, Tara just shows up. And I have, I have the question. I, I, I want to tell Daniel to check his car. Make sure nobody's put like an Apple Air tag on on his car. I feel like that's what Silver's done because a couple times during this whole season, Silver will pop up on Danny. And, it's like creepy weird. Like, know, like, we talk a lot about stalking, but that's like a slow creep. Like this is like a pop up creep. Yeah, Daniel. I think Silver might have had you chipped. I think he knows where you are at all times. <laughs> uh, you might want to get that checked out because he just pops up on him several times during the season. Yeah. In this conversation, though, Danny thinks he totally has the high hand because he's like, "Yeah, oh, it looks like you hit a snag in your sensei search." This he's is very so arrogant. Bad. Yeah. Very, like I got you. I got you upper hand on yourself, right? Yeah. I, you know, I took out your your stupid fake senseis. <laughs> uh, you know what you gonna do now? Terry, yeah, Terry Silver, you're really out masterminding uh, Terry Silver here. Uh, Terry's not buying it. He says, you know, this wasn't a smart call. I've got a lot of friends to call on um, and gives Danny one more shot to stand down without any repercussions. But Danny's like, this is my backyard. You have to leave. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Okay. At a country club. This conversation is happening at a country club. Right, real, real tough on the streets of the of the of yield country club. Uh, but listen, Daniel should have listened. You know, agreed. Just let just let Silver enter his stupid tournament. Like Mike Barnes will have a furniture store. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, Daniel wouldn't have got beaten up later in the season. The man Maybe. just wants karate. You know, Silver offered you offered you to just walk away with that. He you already struck against Silver. He said that's fine, that's cool. Uh, just 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 stop messing with me, Danny. But yeah. no, Daniel no. Daniel cannot back down. No, he, he won't. Can't. He has to keep going. And Terry leans in with uh, big Bond villain vibes here. And it's like, nothing in your life will ever be the same, Danny boy. <laughs> so, like, uh, Silver is a good, would be a good Bond villain. He chews scenery like a Bond villain for sure. Yes. I think this is like the closest we get to see to the height of Karate Kid ter 3 Terry Silver in his intimidation and manipulation of Danny because he's like especially in this episode this scene and the scene at the end really do kind of you know remind me oh oh tears tears a bit scary 
Like, yeah, Target's for real. Oh, he's not messing around. I uh, did enjoy the comic relief we got from Louis and Anoush in this scene as well, because Louis's like, round of pina coladas for everyone. And Anoush is like, this isn't a sandals resort. She's like, let's let's play child stuff. Let's get some real. Let's get some real liquor in here. Yeah, just, we're not paying for it. Uh, it's you know, I we didn't get to see a lot of Louis in past seasons, uh, nor Anish. So it's interesting to see them both come back this season, and they will play a much larger part as we continue recapping uh, the story. Yeah, we get them in smaller doses, but I think that's probably probably for the best. Probably good. Yeah, yeah, I, and they know their role, like comic relief, mm-hmm. smart, not smart. <laughs> like, yeah. They do their job. Uh, later at Miyagi-Do, Cho- Chosen and Danny are meeting up to talk about what happened at the country club. Chosen's back is sore because he's been sleeping on sleeping on the sofa. And this is like, Danny says, yeah, we used to have a nice sofa, but then the kids from Kobukai broke in and like now we don't have a sofa for or, for you to sleep on. And I'm just like, how long ago was this? Stand- like, is this all? Again, we talk about this from time to time, but this seems like, would you not have gotten a new like sofa bed? Well, it's not like they did, but they just picked one up from like Ikea or something. <laughs> They're just like, who knows when these Cobra Kai kids are going to break in here again and just destroy all our furniture. Let's not get very expensive stuff because while this karate war is going on, That's nothing true. is safe. So let's just get this cheap furniture and call it for now. Because if they break in again, I don't want them to destroy more expensive stuff. Um, but I mean, I, I guess the, the karate fight at the LaRussos uh, was a few months ago, maybe. Yeah, it had to have been because this is like summer. Yeah. And I think that was happening during school. So yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh Chosen is really adamant about defending the Larissa's in this moment. Yeah. Chosen feels really bad about what happened uh in Karate Kid, Karate Kid too. Yeah. He's 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 really thinks he needs to make amends to Danny by defending him and his family to the death, maybe like <laughs> Yeah, like I I was like, Are you Dannying it in this moment, Chosen? He's like, right. No one will ever hurt the LaRusso's again. I was like, Okay, all right, okay. Uh but yeah, he's very dedicated and he points out, you know, like, oh, all we have to do is call Terry's old friends first. Who can we call? And this we get a very rare swear from Danny LaRusso. Because he says, Mike fucking Barnes. And Mike like, fucking Barnes. And he says it with just like this this heat and this passion of like, you know, like you said, Cobra Kai, I think this year really upped the swear words by like at least double yeah. <laughs> for before. Because I mean, we had Miguel's uh, quote unquote father uh, that he thought was his father, like swearing, but he was swearing a different language. So we thought it was, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Throughout this season, there's more F bombs than I think ever before. Um, so yeah, he's really Daniel, Like, what? What's the plan here, though? Like, are we gonna go? What, what if Barnes was still like really crazy? Like, is Xander just more stoking the fire here I, than just than doing anything helpful? I don't know. I think he's definitely, you know, acting out of desperation. What's interesting is like Chosen knows that he can like handle anything that comes his way, but he doesn't necessarily know that Danny can't. <laughs> like, he's like, we'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's gonna be fine, no matter what happens. It's cool. And Danny at this point is a little bit more fragile than he was in previous seasons in general and especially before johnny lawrence showed back up at the car dealership in season one so um it's a little bit different for him we do get a nice uh montage to remind everyone who mike barnes is and he's not that nice how (laughs) intense how intense mike barnes was karate's bad boy 
Uh, so they decide, as many characters do this season, to stalk Mark Marcus. Boy, the stalking the season is out of control. Like, it's like so much. We're only on season or episode three, and there's been so much stalking. Already- so much stuff. Like I'm just gonna stake. We're gonna stake. We're first. We're gonna stake out Mike Barnes at his house. We've, yeah. we've gone through the trouble of finding where he lives, and then we're gonna follow him to work. Uh, it's it's a problem. Like they got they gotta relax. Yeah, I like the conversation they had in the car uh, while they were staking out his house. Danny's like, oh. that guy tried to kill me. You don't forgive or forget something like that. And Chosen's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Daniel? You haven't forgiven me? And he's like, no, no, we're we're good. We're good. We're, we're good. Like, that was so hilarious. And it just points out the fact that Daniel is just constantly hanging out with all of his old enemies. And it's yeah. like, hey, you really tried to hurt me or slash kill me once. Uh, isn't that something that we're just cool and hanging out right now? I don't have, Dan has almost no other friends besides the people that have tried to harm or kill him. I know. What does that say about karate? <laughs> yeah, it really messes you up and, and impedes you from like creating more social bonds other than for your arch enemies. I would love to hear from someone if someone is listening to this and they and karate is a big part of their life. Uh, can you speak to? friendships inside and outside of karate send us feedback at cobra kai that's a good good thing can you also point out how like how karate the karate is on this show yeah that would also be good to know yeah like karate feedback would be welcome at this point like when you look at tang sudo and you're like no that's actually just really like amateur karate stuff that's not like master level karate-ness i'd really like to know that as well yeah are we playing t-ball or major leagues what's happening here uh yeah so they stalk mike barnes from his house to his work and mike starts the build-up to this I, I thought was pretty hilarious because they he's unpacking saws from his car for and, and chosen knows exactly what each one is for that one is good for cutting pipe that one is good for cutting bone like did he go to assassin school and learned all of the things for assassinating yeah, let's, let's if i was there, I'd be like wait a minute why, why do you know that this saw is good for cutting bone <laughs> exactly. let's uh let's talk about that Chosen. let's unpack that for a minute you just have this conversation like that guy tried to kill me <laughs> you also tried to kill me oh you also know about sword or saw Listen, let's not forget that chosen was pretty like badass like hardcore and cobra and not cobra and karate kid too so i mean he may have a past where he's used some of these like saws for different reasons yeah yeah uh chosen uh notices they also have coons outside <laughs> he's like don't worry i got this i'm gonna go in chosen is like uh the tank in a <laughs> video game like he's just gonna go in take care of business doesn't care doesn't see much of the surroundings knows that he can get the job done uh but danny stops him it's like don't worry i got this one (laughs) so he walks in and overhears uh mike on the phone and like if if you want to know about seo listen to this conversation because everything mike barnes is saying is referencing cobra or karate kid (laughs) three like every single thing back in business just like old times italian again with a swear piece of shit Uh, flew in from japan cutting off their legs kids are in for a big surprise it was like every single phrase to uh identify this this guy from karate and to trigger danny and to trigger of course course daniel being so self-absorbed as he is thinks that everything is about him and his problems and his like his war with silver so he's obviously like oh this is talk about me this is talking about chosen this is talking about our kids this is about everything yeah yeah and he (laughs) classic danny larusso 
like interrupts he meddles he gets in there he's like you will lay a finger on those kids like what do you what are you saying, Daniel? Like this, this was weird because then Mike Barnes recognizes Daniel LaRusso and he's like, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. And then Daniel's like, what's going on? Like, was, you just interrupted this man on his phone call. Well, he thought he was coming after the kids. Marissa, he was trying to interrupt the conversation. It wouldn't go any further. Oh, boy. I, want, I did want like Mike Barnes, like Daniel LaRusso. Oh, my God. You haven't aged a year. What? It's true. You're still like a kid. It's true. Uh, there was some uh, conversation on the internet this week about the uh, CGI scene with Johnny Lawrence later in the season, mm-hmm. and um, the showrunners like we didn't need CGI for Daniel. No, not at all. He's looking, he's looking pretty young. Uh, so after the big interruption, things cool down. Mike Barnes tells Danny, "Hey, this is my furniture store. <laughs> like, look, this is what I did with my life." And again. I mean, the valley must be very large. This is not a small town. Like, they act like it's a small town because karate is everywhere and everybody karate is. But mm. uh, Daniel LaRusso did not know that Mike Barnes has a furniture store for about 30 years. So Listen, maybe Mike Barnes does not have the Daniel LaRusso budget to make billboards, to make like, karate-themed commercials. Given the fact that we just said that Danny hangs out with all of the people from his past, you'd think you'd hear, like... I got this table from this furniture store. Yeah, this, guy, this guy, Mike Barnes. Mike Barnes? Mike Barnes? That's my mortal enemy. <laughs> but this is news to Danny. He's kind of like taking it back um, or taking aback by it. And uh, Mike is apologizing to Danny. And Danny's like, it's, it's not needed. But this I thought was interesting from Mike. He said, the things that I said, the things I did, I thought it would trigger something. So I thought it was best to leave the past where it is. And I view this show as like a Ted Lasso light. <laughs> like okay. it's definitely like exploring how men express um, emotions and talk to each other. And I thought that this was really like an interesting commentary on the insight into Mike Barnes because he was like, "Look, I wanted to apologize, but I didn't want to make things worse." So I just kind of held it and I just kind of let it, I moved on. I assumed you moved on. So we never had this conversation. I thought that was, was interesting. I could be reading too much into it, but uh, I no, think... that's, that's definitely an interesting commentary. And it's just like, it, I find it funny. Mike talks about like, I got banned from karate, which was my, <laughs> which was my whole life. My whole life. So I picked up odd jobs and, you know, met my future father-in-law. And for whatever reason, he married his daughter off to me, which was is another thing. <laughs> so we decided to open this furniture store. Um, and then he's like, yeah, I was over. I thought you were over, too, because that's what a healthy adult man would do. Uh, Daniel LaRusso, he yeah. would let this stuff go and be okay. But, uh, I mean, I guess that's that's easy coming from the bully to the bullier. I mean, from yeah. the, bullied, the bully to the bullied, I, I should say. That would be easier to say that I had to let it go because I was the bully. But I mean, he doesn't think about the trauma that he inflicted on Daniel, which we'll get into later on down the road in this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is definitely interesting. Uh, yeah, it just kind of shows. It, I, it's interesting to see someone from this universe like being a healthy individual. Like we've seen and Johnny, Mike Parts. Yeah, we've seen Johnny. We've seen Crease. Uh, Silver at first seemed like he had is a different person. Yeah. Uh, but all those people that have been holding on to this 30-year like uh, grudge, 30-year issue, 
just to see Mike Barnes. Like, no, I'm fine. I own a furniture store. I'm a successful businessman. Yeah. I haven't, haven't thought about you for a long time unless I see one of your little commercials. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. And then and then to see where the where the where everything takes Mike Barnes later on to the season. This is such an insidious like <laughs> like disease that yeah. that grabs everyone and destroys them. We gotta get karate. We gotta abolish karate. I think that's what we have to do. We have to but get what rid is of karate, karate though. Karate equals what? What is the metaphor here? What are we supposed to learn, Jason? Karate is a cancer. Karate is a problem. <laughs> we need to eliminate karate. It only destroys. It does not help. Oh boy. Again, if you live in the world of karate, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And I'll tell you why you need to get rid of your sport. <laughs> yeah, so they continue to you know have this conversation. Danny's like, I'm glad it worked out for you. It's not so great for me right now. Boy, it's, it's doing a number on me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm letting okay. those demons really haunt me. And in this conversation, like Mike is super empathetic to Danny in this whole thing. It's like, I can't imagine, you know, because uh, Danny's explaining how Terry Silver's back in his life and all the stuff and, and Mike is like I can't imagine having that psycho in your life again and I was like not expecting this I was like what is happening and, like, yeah again because it's a 30 year old bread where like, did this come whoa, from whoa uh, they uh, you know Danny is getting ready to leave and uh, Mike Barnes is like you know if you, if you need a rematch karate move you know where like, to ah, find me yeah, i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you yeah, like have a little fake fight well meanwhile uh chosen has waited too long in the car <laughs> and it was like f this noise yeah, he's like i gotta go in there he sees this little fake fight thinks it's a real fight and 100 kicks mike barnes down on the ground and like steps on his leg and starts a real fight in the mean like type danny gets thrown on a chair <laughs> Daniel takes the worst punch from this fight because he gets hit like several times by accident. <laughs> I love how chosen like I thought he like broke Mike Barnes's leg. I'm like, too. oh my god! Like, but yeah, it was fun to see like to see. Hey, Mike Barnes still knows some stuff from the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it like lives in you. Like they were saying last episode, Miyakito lives in you. <laughs> <laughs> Danny brings up the fight. It's like chosen, chosen. We're on the same side. Stop fighting. This is all one big misunderstanding to which I think one of the best lines of the entire season slash series is chosen saying, well, if this is a misunderstanding, better call an ambulance because yeah, chosen uh, had taken care of some guys before he got in here. Chosen's probably like, you know, I thought those guys are really easy to defeat for some karate goons. That makes a lot of sense now that they're just regular <laughs> furniture people. Furniture people. Makes a lot of sense now. They were really easy to beat. <laughs> And like uh, you know, well, I don't know the age of the goons, but like these get the middle age and what higher like bracket older. Of- like, I think I can look at those guys, and be like, mm, you know, they may not be karate people, but I mean, hey, uh, we got a couple like uh, overweight guys in the Miyagi Do dojo, so not, not, yeah, yeah, who knows? Necessarily, like you know, yeah, they end up having a little post-fight chat. They've got ice packs because they aren't in the same shape they were before like everyone old. has yeah they're very old um mike is mentions to danny like hey i don't really have much but i might have the name of the lawyer who drew up the contract because like i can't believe this guy <laughs> drew up a contract to pit two teenagers against each other and i was like mike burns you signed this contract <laughs> like, <laughs> like i thought like does this mean like can they well, I mean, when i first saw when i first watched the season i was like does this mean like mike barnes technically like 
does still like own half of Cobra Kai. Yeah. This is a yeah. actual contract. Like, is that, is that how we're going to like strike back against Silver? Like, oh no, against maybe against Crease because maybe people come back with all their contracts because Terry Silver has promised fifty percent of Cobra Kai to like eight hundred different people, and they all show yeah. up and take care of John Crease. <laughs> like now we all own a majority stake in Cobra Kai, so yeah. we're going to vote you out as a person of Cobra. Bye. Cobra bye. <laughs> Cobra bye. Uh, Chosen, while he's recovering and listening to this conversation, is really comfortable on this couch. <laughs> and he uh, wants to take it home. Mike Barnes says it's normally $1,200, but for you, it's $2,000, which I thought was great because he had caused all this ruckus. And earlier in the conversation, Mike Barnes had lost out on a commission because of Danny's interruption. So I think it's totally justified in the price hike. Listen, they, they cost Mike Barnes probably a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Just, just today alone. With Workers' comp claims, furniture. Like, commission uh, taken down. Yeah. That's, the least uh, I mean, do. I, yeah, the least you can. I won't sue you for all the damages if you just add eight hundred dollars onto the price of this couch. Right, right. So they load up the couch and chosen a supervising, holding two pillows and saying, "Don't get blood on the couch." Listen, that that line, that one line right there, justifies the long way we had to go with this couch with this couch gag <laughs> that started earlier in the episode. Like this is this is all for this moment. Like for Chosen to be complaining about his back on the couch earlier in the episode. And it all culminated in this. And I'm fine with it because that was such a fun and funny moment. Like I- I'm good with it. It was good. It was well earned for sure. Uh so we assume that uh Daniel has gone to make this phone call because later on in the episode the scene that ends the episode danny's enjoying the steam room he likes a good steam you know he's just not chilling because it's hot and it's a steam room but he's relaxing (laughs) and we hear through the fog uh his voicemail that he left for the lawyer and lo and behold guess who's here it's terry silver he's like i warned you i have to deal with my own old friend first but then i'll deal with you don't play with fire listen okay daniel go to the doctor make sure you don't have like some microchip in you that's you're being tracked because why would silver know you're here in the spa room anyway either way and listen silver warned him he gave daniel a warning do not f with me because i will then have to f with you it's not like daniel doesn't know what terry silver is capable of so like taking that warning would have been you know a smart move but then Bye. we wouldn't have a season to talk about. So hey. this is true. This is true. Um. So yeah, I, I really thought we had a missed opportunity here in this episode to like meet the shady lawyer that mm-hmm. uh, that, that Terry hires. Uh, I thought that's where we were going when I first watched this episode. But I was like, oh, we didn't meet. We didn't get to meet the shady lawyer, uh, which could have been a fun, like, fun little aside. That's the spinoff or the movie is about the lawyers that have had to handle all the cases from all the. <laughs> He's got stacks and stacks of contracts that Terry has made him draw up, like ridiculous, uh, ridiculous contracts. I promise this guy 30% of Cobra Kai. I promise this guy 20. I promise this guy 10. I promise this guy 80. Like for, for different stupid things that he has, Terry has to have done. Terry at this point only owns 5% of Cobra Kai. If that, if that. Yeah. Uh, we find out that the way that Terry has taken care of his old friend is by uh, lighting the furniture store on fire and we get some really i I mean not great but great in the cobra kai sense face acting from mike barnes yeah (laughs) yeah. 
He's like, oh no, oh no, no, he didn't do all that. But I had to like got out of the car. There was like the get out of the car, the turn, the face, the horror. Shocked, like, oh god, oh no. <laughs> I, you know, that's that's hardcore to set the man's furniture store on fire. Uh, yeah, and to just get rid of his whole livelihood. I mean, although I would hope that Mike Barnes had insurance. Yeah, me on too. His, on his store. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty hardcore right there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, that was fun or something. <laughs> it was something. It got us It got us to this point. The couch part was fun. Everything else was kind of just like getting my barns in the picture, I think. Uh, however... I think I'm ready to talk about my favorite part of this entire episode, <laughs> which is usually anything that has to do with Johnny Lawrence, but specifically this time, because this is when we find out that Johnny's going to be a dad. So uh, this storyline starts off, Miguel's making breakfast because he's back from Mexico <laughs> and he's trying to make amends with everyone because he realizes like he kind of messed some things up. So uh, he's making breakfast. It's not that great. I mean, obviously, he could have had his dad teach him some, like, cooking lessons right. while he was in Mexico, because this is not good. Right. Yeah. His grandma, Grandma Rosa, can't stay mad at him. Like, how could you stay mad at him? He's so cute. Like, look at all this stuff. They apologize. Everyone's on good terms. Johnny walks in. He was late because he was cleaning off graffiti off of his van. <laughs> it delivers this great line. It should be illegal to deface someone's property like that. And Carmen's just like, it is. Yeah. And Johnny's like, oh, we're all set man is like what 40 50 in the show i have no idea he's just like yeah, he has, no, he has yeah. no knowledge no knowledge of the world he's literally just like lived like in like a, a, a random ass apartment for the last 30 years 
doing like seemingly knowing nothing about the world. He didn't even know about like computers until the first true. season. Didn't know about the internet. Like I would like I, I you know maybe that's the movie we get from Karate Kid <laughs> the end of Karate Kid one to the Star Cobra Kai understanding what Johnny's life was like. I'd be down for that. That'd be fun. Uh, Johnny offers to teach Miguel how to cook. And Jason, I don't know if you remember in season one seeing some of Johnny's cooking skills, but it included frying bologna and just eating it and then eating some expired meat. So I don't know. Like he's he's good hearted, but I don't know if it's a good choice to have Johnny teach Miguel. It would only be incrementally better than what Miguel offered uh, this morning. (laughs) Which I couldn't see. Do you know what it was? Like, I think it was like eggs in toast. Yeah, the burnt toast is what like really caught my eye, but I didn't catch anything else that was there. Yeah, no one's really into it. Um, So much so that Carmen rushes to the bathroom. And at this point, like I knew. My eyes got wide. I was like, oh, what's going on? Uh, Could it be? Could it be? Pregnancy pregnancy scare. I mean, that's, that's the old TV trope. Like someone runs to the bathroom and starts throwing up. Yeah, this whole storyline was very like 90s comedy situation. Mm-hmm. Very, happening. very 90s sitcom. <laughs> yes. 100%. Like, because uh, Miguel leaves for school. Who knows where Grandma Rose goes? I have no idea where she's going, but no one's there except for Carmen and, and Johnny. And Carmen tells Johnny that she might be pregnant. She's a couple of days late. Johnny's like, we use protection to quote another 90s sitcom. They should put that on the box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did like I did I did like the fact that it did not leave us hanging for like a whole other episode. Yeah, agreed. Because agreed. I when I first watched the season, I was like, okay, they're going to string this out a little bit uh, for like another episode or two before Carmen tells Johnny she might be pregnant. But no, then the very next scene, she's like, I think I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, okay, good job, show for yeah, helping it wasn't us know food poisoning. Thank God. Yeah, because they know that we know what running to the bathroom and throwing up means. Like, yes, yeah. Yeah, so don't play with us. Just give us the give us the give us the goods, like real fast. What did you think of Johnny's reaction to Carmen saying this? With his okay, 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 all right, it's fine. Okay, he's as he's freaked out as a probably almost fifty year old should be, but learning that he's going to have a a newborn child, uh, I, I think his his uh, I don't even think he thought that this was an option. Like, I don't know that I thought yeah. this was an option yeah. uh, for, for Johnny and Carmen, because uh, this came out of nowhere for me. I was It was not on my bingo board for the season. It was not on my, like, wish or to-do list for this season. Didn't think about it. So, I, but but I'll, saying that, I am impressed that they came up with something that I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Like, what yeah. was the uh, So, yeah, I think Johnny's reaction is warranted, because I don't think he was, like, even thinking this was going to happen. I think, uh, yes, it was also very funny because he like drops his keys and Carmen's like, maybe I should drive because they're going to go pick up a pregnancy test because they want to confirm this. <laughs> Carmen's like, I think maybe I should drive. And Johnny's like, yeah, OK. Yep, yep. Good idea. Good idea. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I do think, yeah, his surprise is warranted. I also like this as kind of like the bookend to Johnny's story yeah. as a whole. And I, I'm glad that it's that it's here. Yeah, I mean, Johnny was surprised, especially given the fact that he thought that condoms were 100% like way to present pregnancy. Like, yeah, like what happened? We used a condom, and especially seeing the type of condoms that he was using uh, later on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably more like this is like an 80% chance this would happen. <laughs> so, speaking of, they go to the drugstore to pick up the pregnancy test. The pharmacist knows exactly why they're there. <laughs> like, yep. 
Let's see it on her face. <laughs> the, like morning after pill or pregnancy test. Like, well, what do you want? And um, shows the, tells them where the pregnancy tests are. Carmen goes there. This is where Johnny wants to return the condoms. And the pharmacist is just like, there's no way this was purchased. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Still want money back. Yeah, so good. Uh, in the aisle, Carmen and Johnny like talk about how they weren't ready for parenthood for the first time, but they have each other now. Uh, but this still, Johnny's still not a hundred percent. He sees a dad with a kid and a carrier and kind of like freaks out. And I think to Carmen's credit here, she's like, okay, we're not going to do this right now. I'll take the test later. And uh, in the meantime, figure your stuff out, like figure out how to not be the guy who leaves again. Cause I'm not going to do this if you're not in type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Carmen knows, who she's dealing with at this point she yeah. knows johnny well she knows that she knows that he means well but she knows that he gets easily freaked out by like life stuff i think i i, I feel like she should know that johnny is not a big like life experience guy like yeah or even like planner like yeah he didn't know what the internet was until a year ago so like and even now he's still like using still iffy on it yeah um yeah so I don't I don't blame Johnny for freaking out when he sees the, you know, the uh the dad, the seemingly first time dad freaking out about uh his his baby. So yeah, I, I think Johnny's Johnny's reaction is 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 warranted. I don't think it's but he he's always supportive as the as yeah. the thing. He's never like unsupportive. He's always like, Yeah, it freaks me out, but I'm 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 here for you. We're good. But Carmen just wants him to like come down to earth and be prepared and what i like about this is it still is speaking to johnny's growth as a character Mm -hmm. because he still has that tendency to like run a little bit but he knows that like his commitment like he's choosing to honor the commitment with carmen and not necessarily like run away into his old bad habits so he's kind of like walking this tight rope at this moment in this in this drugstore later throughout the episode he'll definitely you know choose a side of the tightrope but right now he's kind of just like one foot on either side yeah i think i think if it was the johnny of old there may be some like really crass like uh we want to go take care of it like there'd be some like there'd be some really crass joke like that um but i'm glad that he's very supportive there's never any crazy talk like that yeah um so yeah i'm glad that he's being supportive but but obviously freaked out yep and uh if there's one thing i know about johnny lawrence is that when he's freaked out there's gonna be a montage. Yeah, <laughs> he processes through montage. montage. <laughs> so we get uh, kicks off with a Google of how to get ready for a baby. Did you notice uh, when he typed into the Google, it still had his old search for how do you tell your student that you're banging his mom? Yeah. I thought that was a really good callback. Yes, and like he's still using like the Dell computer he bought from the mm-hmm. pawn shop. Like his technology has not up leveled in any way, shape, or form. And so he's following this YouTube uh, video of this woman telling you how to prepare for a baby. It includes swaddling, which he swaddles some beers, uh, making sure there's good food around, <laughs> which he smells the meat in his fridge and throws it out. Well, now, because I, I have just watched season one, there is a moment in season one where his stepdad walks into his apartment and like smells the meat and it's still like all not expired. So I was like, is that the same meat? Like how, yeah, long, probably. like, how long has that meat been there? Uh, he replaces the posters of girls on the wall and um, puts up a lighthouse. Downgrade. I was Downgrade. not expecting. I was like, of all of the things, Johnny, uh, okay, lighthouse. And then the uh, part of this for me, 
issues uh seeing the cockroaches who seeing one okay fine but seeing all of them in the couch was just like oh my god so much that, ew that was pretty that was pretty hilarious though like he sees one and then lives on the cushion is like 12 there i'm like oh my god that's that's hilarious how do you not hear that though like i, I just don't think johnny's as self-aware around. enough well to, like, and he's not around that he's always at carmen's house oh yeah knocking yeah, her yeah. up um but yeah i just think he's not even aware enough to even think of anything like that he may just hear something like oh whatever it's nothing he goes into overdrive he like fumigates all of the things puts a gas mask is like t- taking care of business i lift the mask up to like drink the beer while all the all the uh, pesticides still in the air like pretty totally like just getting rid of the fact that he needs a gas mask he's like yeah beer before uh you know lung health i guess uh out of montages what did you think of this one i think it was good i think it was really fun Uh, i'm glad they didn't spend like half the episode of johnny doing this stuff and we got it out of the way really quickly um you know really good stuff here i think for me nothing will ever top johnny throwing his phone into the ocean during his training montage or like uh jumping over mailboxes and then randomly push punching someone on the street however <laughs> this was this was a top tier montage uh i, I love a good johnny lawrence montage <laughs> maybe that's the movie it's a whole montage anyway uh miguel comes to visit johnny in the middle of this cleaning we'll talk about why like the story around why Miguel is here. But I thought that this conversation between the two of them was really, really great. Um, we get a lot of jo- Johnny stuff at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, Miguel's like, what's that smell? It's paint thinner or pesticides. Just breathe through your mouth. Like, don't worry about it. Do you want some milk? I have a whole fridge full of milk. <laughs> and Miguel's like not putting together what's happening. Cause like Johnny was putting furniture together. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny spent his whole day at Ikea, and he's putting together all the furniture, putting up the random artwork. Uh, yeah, I think I think this uh, this conversation with Miguel is going to is really like prevalent to the fact that Johnny is has grown. Like yeah. we're at we're at end game Johnny here. Yeah, a hundred percent. Miguel explains that you know he's having issues with Sam and doesn't know what to say, and Johnny says, "Just tell the truth. If you own up to your mistakes, you always have a shot at making it right. If you." you don't have to have it all figured out. Like if, if we were making like motivational quotes from Cobra Kai. Yeah. This, like, is, it. this is, this is Johnny's. Like this is what is now going to be plastered on the Cobra Kai yeah. uh, dojo wall. Once Johnny gets it back eventually, um, you know, this, this is what it will be now. Instead of no mercy strike hard, whatever. Yeah. This is what it will be. Tell the truth. Own up to mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Give mercy at all times. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Miguel seems to take it well. And I I think it's interesting because throughout the season, Miguel still refers to Johnny as sensei. So I was like, this is a total dad conversation, not a sensei conversation. It'll be interesting to see when that changes over. Uh, You think we'll ever get him calling him dad? I don't know. Dad, the movie. (laughs) Dad, the movie. This is all about Miguel learning how to to, to call Johnny dad. (laughs) Carmen, at the end of the day, comes over. Uh, Johnny's like, don't worry. Like, the whole place is baby-proof. Try to put your finger in the stocket. (laughs) It's not going to work. I've learned that, like, babies can hear music. So I loaded up the Walkman with all this music. You could put, like, Metallica on it if you want. She's like, yeah, Metallica. I liked that. I was like, okay, this is like... You know, I, I mentioned in the binge pod like how 
we don't we never really got a lot of backstory into Carmen. We yeah. never really flesh out her character a lot. But I, I like how like she and Johnny can I've obviously probably related to liking Metallica. Like this is part of their like thing. Yeah. Either that or Johnny introduced her to Metallica. Yeah. Which is another thing. So yeah, that was a really fun. Like Carmen, like I, I'm always when Carmen's here, I'm always on the lookout for Carmen moments. Because I feel like she's one of the least fleshed out characters on the on the canvas here. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and Johnny explains, you know, I didn't want to be a lame dad with the baby carriers and crap. <laughs> but <laughs> if doing this means doing this with you, I'll do whatever it takes. I won't back down. I was like, combine all then, of the things. Like, are you an Avenger? Are you <laughs> like, what's happening? And there's the sitcom. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, Carmen's like, I couldn't wait. I took the test. And Johnny's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And Carmen tells him we're having a baby. And Johnny's response badass badass yeah i did I, I was when i first saw this episode i was on the lookout for like maybe this was a false alarm but it makes johnny realize that he does want to have a baby with carmen that he is ready for a, a new fresh start but i do like we're skipping all of that and we are boom baby. a minute we're pregnant yeah. we're having a baby bada bing bada boom because That's another it. like sitcom thing is like you know, we had the person doing all the stuff, and then it turns out, oh no, we weren't pregnant in the first place. Womp, womp, womp. But yeah, seeing as only have 10 episodes per season instead of like a traditional sitcom, like 24 episodes, good to skip all that nonsense and give them a baby right now. And I'm sure they knew, but we are just knowing like an eminent end to the series uh, coming. Babies well, gotta come. We, we know it, they may not know it yet. <laughs> If we have declared that season six is going to be the end of Cobra Kai, they may have other plans, but we have declared it the end. <laughs> Anything else about Johnny and the baby? No, I'm just excited to see what the, what comes of this in the next season. Uh, how far we'll get into Johnny's dad uh, journey mm-hmm. before the series ends. Like, will he? Like, we talked about maybe there being a time jump in between this season and next season. Will the baby mm-hmm. already have arrived by next season? Um, what's gonna happen? The baby with that? girl. I mean, the only thing we know is it's gonna be a girl. Got to be a girl. There's no yeah. other way this is gonna happen but be a girl. I'm excited to see what uh, what Johnny Lawrence is like in the in his new phase of being a man and having a newborn baby. Should should bring some very comedic moments to the series. Yeah, it's a good setup. All right. Well, this last little section of plot has the most questions for me. I mean, I, I think there was a lot here to really do just a little like we all knew where this was ending (laughs) like we all knew where this was going i think at the start of the episode um but throughout the episode we had a number of scenes where sam is like questioning who she is and at the same time miguel is trying to reestablish their relationship so if there's nothing that says breakup is someone looking and searching for themselves and another person wanting to reestablish a relationship uh that's all we really needed but we got we got some stuff uh miguel was hanging out while hawk was getting a new tattoo and it's like a lotus flower to cover up with the grim reaper because I honestly didn't remember what what the tattoo was they were covering up. I don't either. But the lotus flower symbolizes new beginnings, and that's what Hawk has now, so it's all cool. Uh, Hawk and Dimitri ask Miguel about the trip, and like, did you fight it out with Robbie? No, for Sensei's sake, we're kind of you know keeping that again. Sensei's sake, not Dad's sake, not Johnny's sake. Sensei's sake, very weird. Um, Try to keep that on the down low. We get a te- we get a text from Sam saying we should talk tonight. And Dimitri, Dimitri is like, no, this is this Listen, is never this, good. At first, Dimitri clocks this very well. Like that we should talk, never good. Okay, you don't want to see thing. that. 
we should talk by itself. Never good. We should talk tonight. Better. Yeah, I still say it's just as bad. (laughs) I feel like I'm being called to the principal's office or something. I like having like a like a defined time as to when the talk is happening. We should talk in general. I don't like the it hanging out there part of it. We should talk tonight. Okay, all right. We know gonna happen uh turns out that sam is texting miguel from brunch that she's having with yasmin and moon who are giving her advice on what to say and sam's like i have so much to say maybe i'll just put it all in the text and moon is like uh hey these are better in person moon is like the most sensible even though she's like way super esoteric and like way out there she's like the most grounded in the entire series for sure. Like, have this conversation in person. And Yasmin's like, don't say a lot, keep it short, not sweet. And so she just sends, I'm okay with no emoji, Jason. You never, you never say no emoji. That, that's 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 a no-no. That's like relationship 101. You send emojis every day, every text with a happy face, a heart, something. Do they use a lot of emojis on Married at First Sight? Um. Yes. When wow. there's when there is sex conversation, there is emojis for sure. Ah, uh, emojis, emojis. Yeah, emojis are key communication in 2022. Uh, so Moon says, like the the solution to all of this is to go to the spa and go into a self actualization pod. It's not about deprivation anymore. It's about connection with your innermost self. Listen, I'm down for it. Yeah, I've done one. It's really it is really relaxing. I didn't have this like experience that Sam had but I just I was like uh, I had like a relaxation hangover afterwards I was like super chill for like a good three hours really but was it like you were in like one of these pod things and like you just had your face like out of water yeah there's so much salt in the water that you can't not float so you're in the it's completely pitch black you can't turn on lights if you want like you can put on green lights or purple lights or blue lights and then you can choose music if you want or you can just like float there and like at at a certain point i couldn't feel like this is gonna sound weird like i couldn't feel my body but Mm -hmm. that's like the whole point to just like let go of everything and be in the present moment and then i got out of it and i was like it was like i was high but i wasn't high because it was just like yeah life is nice how long were you in there for just like 30 minutes wow yeah give it a go yeah i feel like i'm too like technology reliant i'd be like i haven't checked my phone and like (laughs) like what's going on in the world you can do it you can do it uh but you can also have music on there so you can still feel connected to some frequency i guess but uh my experience and sam's experience are a little bit different did you, yeah did you would you confront all of your demons at the same time all, of them. The all of them she got all of them we got fight dark you <laughs> we got uh danny coming in telling sam you're larusso 2.0 like don't worry about it that's who you are yasmin and moon are like you're just one of the girls robbie's like, you broke my heart like where did out of here robbie we're over you anyway we're yeah. with miguel yeah. hawk is like you're why we lost miguel says you're my girlfriend why can't you just be supportive and then we get darth sam as i put in my notes because she's uh like current sam is in a white key and then darth sam is in a black key and that's so- like that's like 
101 tv 101 like evil in the black <laughs> it's not great uh, good in the white like she thought it was tori at first yeah and then she started on his dark like i call it dark sam this is dark sam and it's like we're gonna fight each other i was like oh this is this is deep and like dark sam has um has size like chosen to later in the thing so i was I like mean, well, listen well, we're really we are really like teenage ninja turtle like uh, like deep yeah. here like this is Raphael versus Donatello like <laughs> yes sense. because there is there is the staff yeah you're right yeah. Uh, so she fights herself but then she gets uh, awoken by moon who had been thinking of herself as a drop of dew on a flower in the moon <laughs> I'd be like thank you so much uh, for saving me my dark self which is about to kill me it had to be like so disorienting though to come out of that like <laughs> like what <laughs> like there's light and then i was like fighting myself fair she's i was really tripping yeah <laughs> I, was, I was tripping balls like i, I definitely <laughs> took some edibles the taking edibles before you come in this tank is a bad idea yeah. uh meanwhile on the guy's side of things Demetrius like don't worry i got a solution this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go buy sam jewelry because what i do whenever yasmin and i have a fight is i buy her a charm <laughs> after every single one it works like a charm and so this is what girls want and <laughs> throw money at your problems Mikkel. yeah like that's it and demetrius like the problem is we're not reading into this enough i was like well demetrius have you been on this podcast because we read into things all of the things that's what we're here for um and so oh, is asking the person to go across the counter like do you have anything for sorry i left the country during the biggest karate fight of your life yeah. the lady's like that's a new one and miguel picks out an octopus necklace now jason i did i miss like their octopus love like i don't know where <laughs> I, why no an octopus? I was like why is this a thing like is she this, this is a known fact for the show that sam loves octopi like did i miss that but i mean no i guess it's just a I guess it's just a fun thing. Like, is Sam supposed to read into this when she gets like the, the necklace? Like, what does this mean? Is this he like, like have zeroed in on it? He was yeah. like, "This is the one I want to get." Am I an octopus? Like, what 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 is this supposed to mean? <laughs> Don't worry, it's on sale. It's only one hundred and eighty two dollars. You got this. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> only one hundred eighty two dollars. Yeah, uh, I like how uh, Miguel's like, I can't afford this, and then he just has it. Like, I okay, know. what did, did 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 Dimitri and Eli help you? Like. I got what did know. you do? What did you do for that? Did Johnny you give it? you money? Did Johnny give money? Did you karate your way out of this? Did you like roundhouse kick the, the lady oh. and just run off? Like what happened? Oh boy. The world may never know. Yeah, so eventually Sam and Miguel meet up in Miyagi Do. Miguel tells Sam, I shouldn't have shouldn't have abandoned you like that. I wanted to start a new chapter and figure out my past. All this is all the way going all the way back to prom. And Sam's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, whatever. whatever. I got my own problem. Yeah. Let me tell you about me. Yeah. I was only thinking of myself, which You're I am about you again, this, in this, this moment. <laughs> I was You're making about you again. Let, let me tell you about me now. I wasn't being sensitive to what you were going through, but I want you to know I really respect you for taking the time to find yourself. And I was like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. She she really wanted to, she really used this this uh lead up to the conversation to use it'd be like, and now it's time for me just like you did it's only fair that you got to and now i get to right i do appreciate that she says you know like i need that time too it's affected all of my relationships like she is seeing how karate can affect 
relationship yeah. early in her life and not waiting until uh, again, fire furniture stores are burning down. Listen, like, I'm with Sam. Listen, like I said, karate is a disease. It's it's grabbing all of us, Miguelin. It's destroying our lives. I gotta get out. I need to get out. I am choosing to think that the karate is like the patriarchy or some sort of larger thing. We'll see. We'll see how it all ends, but that's my it's my current hypothesis for the metaphor of karate. Uh so they pull a Ross and Rachel, kind of. <laughs> like, we're going to go on a break. <laughs> Let's have a break. And Sam says, I'm not okay right now, and I won't be until I have this figured out. And they think somehow, magically, they can still be friends. I don't know how. I don't know why. Uh, but we do get Miguel doing his best cry and walking away and then just dropping the 182 necklace on the ground. Transition was impressive. He turned away from Sam and immediately started crying. Like as soon as he got out of her vision, I was like, "Damn, that's that's impressive." By uh, what's the guy's name? Zolo Rodriguez, maybe. Yeah, uh, impressive. I can see why you've now been cast as the Blue Beetle in the DC movies. <laughs> uh, very, very impressive transition because he did, he gets he gets the scrunched up face. He gets it's the, like he stepped on quivering. a pin in the show or something or in his shoe. Like yeah. as he turned, like, oh. he gets the quivering lip. Like as soon as he turns around. And then, like, <laughs> then yeah, drops drops this necklace on the ground. He just spent $182 on yeah. it. No way. I'm like, nope, this is coming with me. Going right back to the jewelry store, get my money back. Yeah, right? I he just buy, dropped it on the ground uh, and walked off. Didn't even, like, put it in a mailbox or, like, try to hide it or something. No, just, like, dropped it there. Anyway, well, and we know it doesn't rain in California, so she'll find it eventually, which she does, yeah, but it'll be still. <laughs> Any uh, thing we have not talked about when it comes to season five, episode three, playing with fire, Jason, that you want to make sure we we dig into? Yeah, I think we covered it. Um, <laughs> Did we read said, into it enough? Yeah, I think we examined every uh, every scene enough. I think we did. I think, uh, like I said earlier, good prog good good progress for the show for all the characters. Uh, like you said, this is like a really really the start of this season. Uh, you know. Because the last episode could have ended season four and have been fine. This could have started season five. But yeah, really good episode overall. Really enjoyable. Uh, but like like most of the episodes of the season were really good. Yeah. It had a montage. I can't complain about an episode with a montage. For sure. Well, if you don't want to miss anything else, please subscribe to the Cobra Kai feed by searching Cobra Kai post show recaps wherever you listen to podcasts we'd love to have you along for the rest of the season and please as we mentioned a couple of times through the episode we'd love to hear your feedback karate centric or otherwise um, and you can reach out to us at Cobra Kai at post show recaps .com or uh, reach out to us on Twitter Jason where can people find you and what are you up to uh, on Twitter I'm at J-A-Y-R-1085 uh, as far as podcasting goes, right now on this network, Poster Recaps, I'm covering She-Hulk with the great Sasha Joseph. Mm -hmm. Check us out every week as we go through this first season of She-Hulk. We are at episode five right now, so we got four more left. Check us out there. Leave us a review. Subscribe. All that good stuff. Also, over on the Rob Has Podcast Network, uh, I'm doing A Perfect Match, which where we cover the show Married at First Sight. Uh, we have fun talking about those crazy people every week. Come in, join us, subscribe, rate, and review. And that's what I'm up to. How about you, Marissa? Nice. Uh, She-Hulk and the pod, super fun. You're doing a great job. Great work. Yeah, a lot of fun over there. Yeah, it's a good time. Highly recommend. Uh, besides watching and listening to She-Hulk, I am podcasting about Cobra Kai with you. And then anything else that comes up, you can find out on my 
uh, by visiting my Twitter at MarsBars, M-A-R-Z-B-A-R-S, or by connecting with me in the Post Show Recaps Discord, which you can get access to by going to patreon.com slash recaps. You get access at any level. We have our own like Halloween themed thread going on right now, which is pretty popular as we get ready for uh, the festive season. Maybe we'll see some Cobra Kai uh, costumes this year. Maybe not. I did um, see somewhere on the internet a Ms. Marvel themed costume with a little girl and her dad and i think that's the the top costume for me this year but um come check it out come talk to us there we'd love to, to hear from you and until next time go over bye Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.